Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Every single day, something's gonna come your way. Good or bad, you don't need to hang your head. Gotta make a move instead. Don't be mad. Always a way to get everything the positive in your life. It really wasn't until I had like a, 
a life change uh, relationship that didn't pan out, that I had decided really more so to put more of all of the effort that I was putting in that relationship and in that person to direct it towards me, to reinvest that energy back into myself. And I think once I made that decision, and it wasn't like a straight stream to success. There was, <laughs> there was definitely, you know, I could listen. I can remember going to auditions with a black and white headshot, you know, uh, not really having much of a resume, not really knowing anyone in the really in the business, but I, but I knew that I had some talent. And I knew that all I had to do was kind of just, you know, book one show. You book one show, you know, uh, you know, you can learn. You can learn. First of all, learn the business. You can learn your business as you go. You can learn. You know, do what you can do. But you know, when I started, you know, I knew I had a voice. I knew that I could sing. I didn't really know too much about the act. This is when I first started about the acting part. But I knew I could sing. And so I said, okay, I can do. I can try to do musical theater. And I and I did that. And then I started booking and booking and doing other things, and then just things started to blossom. But I had decided the decision that I had made was when I had an opportunity to be like um, this back, do like background work, you know, extra work. And it was in this, it was this big movie that I wanted to be a part of, and I, you know, and 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 hopefully I'll get a chance to tell her this. It was <laughs> Viola Davis is in this movie called uh, Won't Back Down, and it was Maggie Gyllenhaal was in was in this, and I had gotten an opportunity to be, you know, a background actor in this movie. And I remember the guy that I was dating at the time. I said, I got a, I got you know this opportunity to be you know in the movie, and I'm I'm good you know. And they said um, to me, Well, I don't think you should go because I it, it required me to drive to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to be there, and um, it was basically a short turnaround, you know. And the guy I was dating at the time told me, he said. I think you should just take some classes. I don't think you should go out there. And I was just like, you know, you want that person to give you the support, you know. Needless to say, I drove. <laughs> I drove to Pittsburgh, but I'm going to tell you another step in the way, obstacles. See, this is the thing. There will be obstacles that come in your way. There will be some support that's not there that you thought that would be there. There's going to be uh, where you think you want to go and how long you think it's going to take you to get there may be totally off the mark. The, the, but you have to make the decision that regardless of who is there, regardless of what support you're going to not have, regardless of what the circumstances are, that you're going to make a step forward. So in that vein, I'm going to continue the story. So I decided that I was going to drive to Pittsburgh. Okay, I was going to I was going to go and I was going to be. I had already made a decision. Okay. But, Heck, what he's saying, uh, when am I ever, as a person that's starting out, this is many years ago, this is a few years ago, I think maybe it's been over five years, when am I ever at this level that I was on at the time, at that level that I was on at the time, when was I ever going to be in a movie (laughs) with, with Viola Davis? So I didn't care if... You only saw a part of my afro. I was going to be <laughs> in this movie. Um, and I just felt like, I felt like no matter how someone else viewed it, that it was small, I, it was the world to me. And that's another thing. Don't let anybody diminish your dreams just because they don't want to, they, the, they don't see the value of the investment. I invested my time and my energy and my gas money, (laughs) and I decided to drive my little self to Pittsburgh. Now, something happened along the way to to that drive to Pittsburgh, and the something was my poor planning because I thought that um, I had randomly asked someone, uh, that I believed lived in Pittsburgh or, or or had family, and I and I kind of asked them the approximate like how long it would take. But unbeknownst to me, they thought my starting position was somewhere was somewhere else other than I was. 
So in my mind, as I'm planning, I'm thinking I have this amount of time to get there. Listen, do good. And don't ask me how come I didn't use MapQuest and Google Maps. I just, you know, look. <laughs> I had my GPS and I in my car, in my vehicle, and I just thought that I had a certain amount of time. But when I put the address in the GPS, I was like a good six hours behind time than I thought <laughs> I was all messed up in the game. So anyway, I decided I was still going to go. Now, it was the wee hours of the morning, okay? I it Wee, wee hours. Like, it was still dark. And I decided I'm going to go anyway. I'm just going to drive until I can't drive anymore. And I don't exactly remember where I was. I was somewhere in Manhattan. And I think I got a little turned around or something. I, I had gotten a little lost at some point. I made a wrong turn. But then I pulled off the side of the road. I pulled over to the side of the road in a panic now because, mind you, now I done told everybody, I'm, I am I, I done booked this, you know, background gig. I'm going. I'm going to be in this movie. And I, and I had several people who were really excited about it, I, you know. Um, so I just could not not go. You know what I mean? Like I had to get there by hook or by crook. So I pull over the road, side of the road, and I'm just destroyed. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at the guy. I'm mad at the situation. I'm just pissed. And I call my mother. I call my mother, and I, you know, I'm, I call her, and I'm crying, and I'm just, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm in despair. You know, at that point, you know, you really could imagine. And, um. She said to me, are you going to drive or are you going to cry on the side of the road? Make a choice. And she hung up on me. My mother hung up. She hung up on me in the middle of me. She just, are you going to drive or are you going to cry on the side of the road? Make a choice. Click. And then when she hung up that phone, the click of that I mean, it just—it was just so loud in my ears. <laughs> it was just like click, and I put my hand on the steering wheel, and I proceeded to drive. And I've had my hand on the steering wheel ever since. And and thank you, God, for definitely being my GPS. And when I think about being in that position of feeling alone, being afraid feeling like the original plans that you have are, 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 you know, not amounting to anything, Um, feeling like maybe you don't have the support, maybe feeling like a failure before you can even begin. When I think about those feelings, when those feelings arise, again, as they always do in everybody's life, sure as you're born, you're going to feel that way. I think about being on the side of that road, it being pitch black, me being scared and afraid, and my mother saying, listen, basically you're at a fork in the road right now. What are you going to do? Are you going to drive? I mean, are you going to move forward? Are you going to put your hand on the wheel? Are you on the steering wheel? Are you going to decide to go forth anyhow? Are you going to just divest from your from your vision? Are you going to, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit on the side of the road of your life and watch everybody else drive and go forth or watch or just sit and cry and be hopeless? Or are you going to put your hand on the wheel and drive, make a choice? And I find myself, and as many of you, I find myself always uh, coming back to that place. Anytime there's a difficult place, are you going to go forward or are you just going to sit there and be hopeless and be confused and be, you know, sit there in utter despair. And I really just want to reach out to do good as that may be feeling that way because you always have a choice to put your hand back on that wheel. You always have a choice to put your feet on a gas and still go forward in life. And making that simple step, that decision back then, I don't know how many years ago that was, let me now you know i'm an award, you know i'm i'm an award winning actress i've been i'm a playwright now it 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 was because i decided to put my hand on the wheel 
which is a metaphor for so many things in life. You know, people may not uh, make the same investment in your vision. They may not necessarily be the ones really helping you push, you know, yes, you know, push that wagon up the wheel. They may not. They may do it and then stop, or they may not, or whatever, you know. But it getting up the hill has a lot to do with you and your motivation and your level of perseverance. And you can't let the naysayers, this one here don't think you should do it. This one here, well, maybe I, you know, uh, you know, are you going to drive or are you going to cry on the side of the road? Make a choice today. You know, so in life, you know, we always have to sit and figure out, okay, all right, so this plan didn't work out. And I know we, you know, I, I know I've talked about this before, but I just think sometimes we let so many things in life stop us, you know, just because, uh, Something is not working out in the midst doesn't mean that you abandon the vision. Just because you may not have all the resources that you started out with doesn't mean you abandon the vision. Does and when I say vision, I'm also simultaneously saying you yourself. You don't abandon the vision. You don't abandon yourself because somebody else may have left you or because somebody else may not see the word or because somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. Always going to be somebody else with a different perspective, somebody else or or people uh, that may not help you or, or maybe you feel like, you know, you, you just, you're just doing it alone. Okay, that's life. But you cannot let that make you start doubting your own vision or the initial vision, because in life you're not always you're not always gonna have a cheering squad. I remember, <laughs> I think it was my grandmother used to say, "You're not listen when you go to church. The choir is not coming home with you." Okay, it, uh, they sound good when you're there. You're clapping it up. You're getting the spirit. But guess what? The choir is not going to go home with you. Somehow, some way, apart from the choir, apart from the pastor, and all the good vibes, the chicken and biscuits after church, you go. You're gonna have to find a way to make it Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. You're going to have to, what is it that's going to enable you to get up on that cold Monday morning and see your vision through and see your plans through and live your life and, 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 and get through life? Because the choir is not coming home with you. The cheering squad is not coming home. You may, you're not always going to have somebody saying, go ahead, girl, or you go, boy, do this. You, not, you may not always have that, and for, and for more reasons than, than just one. For a lot of different reasons, you may not have it. And, and, and sometimes you may not have it because, you know, <laughs> maybe you don't have friends like that. Maybe you don't have it because what you're doing and other people want to do. Maybe you don't have it because, you know, there's so many reasons why it has, and the reasons why it has nothing to do with you. Whatever the reasons are, whatever whatever the reasons are, a lot of times it has nothing to do with you. But that doesn't mean that you abandon you. I think everything we go through in life is there to teach us something about life, about humanity, but also about ourselves. You know, when that person said to me, well, I don't think you should do it. I just think you need to basically, what Kendrick said, sit down. <laughs> sit down. I think you need to sit down, um, be humble and take some classes. Uh, <laughs> um, that was an opportunity for me to see if I could rise to the occasion. It's always an opportunity. And that's another thing. You know, that's what the good life is. You know, we talk about go open other doors finding a way to make it happen, you know, it really is nothing but taking what might seem like a setback, what might seem like 
I don't know, a traumatic experience, what might seem like um, doomsday, and looking for the gems of opportunity in it. Opportunity to grow, opportunity to learn, opportunity to see if you can rise to the occasion, opportunity to uh, give yourself a chance to be challenged. There's opportunities in every situation, in every turn. You just have to find the opportunity in it, and it's a, it really the opportunity is about you expanding. It's about you growing. It's about you challenging your own perceptions about what you can accomplish. And life is really about it's really about development. It's really about growing. It's about seeing, it's about expanding your own vision. A lot of times, you know, I was and hopefully I, I definitely will have her on her show. Shout out to on the show. Shout out to um Corinne Spencer. She is a I just did a show with her in the Bronx for uh the Badass Festival, Women's Festival 2017 from the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. And let me tell you, this girl and I I'll talk about her more in the future because I want to have her on. I want to introduce her. We'll definitely be doing a live segment, Facebook live uh segment on that. Um but we were having a a, a brief discussion about, you know, you have Talent, but you're really not putting that much. For, you're not putting your talent out there to the extent that you can, because you may not feel like it's up to some kind of up to par. But the people that you're comparing yourself to are just as good, or you are just as good, maybe if not better. But you're definitely on the same level of them, and yet they're pushing their stuff out. Why are you not pushing yourself out? Why are you in the background and in the shadows of your own life? I say this, I'm putting this question out for the do-gooders, and, I, and as you know, I'm always talking to myself. Why are you in the background of your own life? Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid to step out into creation? Step out into creation. All right, it's not going to be, it might not be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. It, it doesn't have to, be, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect for you to start. It doesn't have to be all worked out for you to, you know, uh, make another turn in the road. It, you, may not, you may not see all of the steps as you're going. Some things are revealed to you as you turn, as you, you know, make a, as you decide to walk forward. You know, standing where you are, you may not see five miles down the road. But I guarantee you, if you decide that you're going to walk, that you're going to move, you'll get you you'll start to see. Oh, I didn't know there were trees down there. I didn't know there were. Oh wow, okay. Oh wow, I didn't know this was over here because you're moving forward. Oh wow, I didn't know that there were resources over here. I didn't know there was a program here. I didn't know that the people were interested in this over here. Why? Because you you now decided to push yourself forward, and now you're clo- you may be a little step closer to the resources you, that you need. You you're a little you're a little step further. Now you see. Oh wow, that's down the road. But you have to decide to make a step, take a step forward. And we, sometimes we 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 live in the shadows. Uh, we we're in the we're in the sidelines of our own lives. And the scenery that we're watching on the sidelines is our lives passing by. <laughs> it's time passing by. It's opportunity passing by. It's it's uh you know um. Joy passing by. It's all kinds of things passing by because we're on the sidelines. You're on the sidelines of your own of your own life. And you, and and on top of and usually if you're on the sidelines, usually cheering somebody on. You're on the sidelines, and you're still not even cheering. You're not even you're not even cheering from the sideline. You're just standing on the sidelines, watching things go by. That's an even worse place to be in. Get excited about your own life. Number one. Number two. Don't be afraid to 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 uh, stop waiting for the investment. 
You know, I had a friend today tell me, just keep, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't stop, you know, stop looking at the, you know, looking at the numbers. Da, 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 da. Just keep going, keep putting content, keep going, keep striving, keep keep doing everything that you're doing. And then when you, then when you, you know, made a dent, then then you can take, you can start, you know, surveying the land and surveying how far you've come. But keep going. I remember when I first started, when I wanted to lose weight, this was like a few years, I want to say this was like 2013, I had lost all this weight, but I had decided that when I was going, when, you know, when I had went to the gym, when I decided I was going to go to the gym, I had made up in my mind, listen, when I'm going to the gym, I'm not going to keep looking in the mirror every time I work, <laughs> you know, you look in the mirror, you do a little work, you do work, one workout and you look in the mirror to see if you lost anything, I know, <laughs> I decided that I was just going to go, I was going to take my classes, and I was just going to go keep taking all the classes and leave and treat myself to a smoothie or whatever afterward. And then after work, come back the next day, take my classes, two two classes, maybe one class, and leave. And, 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 I, and I continued to do that for three months straight. I think I was going to, I was going maybe three to four times out of the week. I would go to my classes, go home. Go to my classes, give me a smooth whatever, go home. One day, I think towards the end of the month, that third month, I had just decided to get up on the scale, and I had lost over 55 pounds, and I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And, and, and the reason why I was successful then is because I just wasn't, I wasn't watching the clock. You know what I mean? I was just putting forth the effort and living my life. I was putting forth the effort. You know, I was just consistently being consistent, being consistent. You know, that was my time, going at the time, going to the gym and doing that and, and, and the spin class and different things I was doing. I, I, I turned it in, you know, I, I think I had shifted my mind from always looking for the result, the result, the result. And I just said to myself, no, this is really my time to invest in myself, and this is, this is my happy place. You know, going and being around women who were energized and excited. I, I, I was I was just as energized and excited to be there. You know, and after a while, then I turned back and I looked and I saw all the progress I made. And so I say this to say that some you know sometimes you know you're so focused on the end, the end goal, the end goal, the end, and it's good to have long vision. I, I'm all about having long vision, okay? But you can't be so long vision minded that you get stuck on the end game the end game the end game that you miss all of the you miss all of the events and things that are going on along the way you know and that's development as well you know i just i'm in a position now where i have to get out of my own way and fly i have to um really just think about how I can use everything that is in my path as a stepping stone to learn from, to grow from, so that I can eventually get to that end game. But I'm not going to miss the gems and the jewels that are happening that are being dropped on me now in the process. And I'm so thankful for this platform, the Good Life. You know, this go open other doors life because it really is a it's a lifestyle. We are a, a, a you know the Good Life is a podcast, but it also is a lifestyle, and it's the lifestyle uh, that I'm really trying to get to and to hone in and and to master just the mindset behind the lifestyle, which I think is so viable for myself and for the world. You know, go open other doors. It's not just about seeking out another way. And and this is something I want to bring up. I was at I was at a a, a a panel, and it was these wonderful artists that were there, playwrights. And one of them was um, uh, Dominique Morristow. Katori Hall was there, and she, Dominique she said something that was so profound to me. But she made it particular to artists of color, and, and I'm an artist of color, so I'm making, I'm making this particular to me. But she was talking about, you know, sometimes it's not always about finding um, a step up, you know, a step ahead. Sometimes it's about learning how to step around. 
And I said, yeah, <laughs> that is that's been that's what the good life is about. Go open other. See, the, the real word is other. The operative word is, is, is other. Go open other doors, which implies that there were some doors that maybe you knocked on, doors that you may have wanted to walk through, uh, doors that you wish were even that the doors that you wish were available that just weren't. It wasn't even a door; it was a wall there. <laughs> And you, you know, go open other doors, meaning that you had to search, you had to find, you had to create. There was, there was an alternative, you know, a, a, a alternative vision that was there, you know, an alternative path that maybe you had to create, that maybe you had to collaborate with or whatever. But go open other doors means that there is an alternative route. You know, and when she said that, learning how to step around, I'm like, yeah, learning how to step around, learning how to, you know, sometimes you got to be your own resource. You know, what's in your hand? What do you have? You may not need all the things that you think you need in order to begin. You know, the best way to start is to start. Hello. <laughs> the best way to start something and to get somewhere is to start. The best way to get out of your own way is to replace every negative thought about what you can't do and how it can't be done and how this and how that with 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 how it can be done or well maybe how this can help. You have to change the record player, you have to change the, the, the language. Sometimes we are our own worst enemy to ourselves. We're quick to figure out how something can't happen. We're quick to tell ourselves, well, nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to pay attention to me. Who am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? No one's going to, you know, whatever the no one's going to. No one's going to do this for me. No one's going to, you know, we're quick to tell ourselves, we're quick to tell ourselves how unimportant we are. We're quick to tell ourselves how invisible we are to others. We're quick to tell ourselves how much, how, how invaluable we are, invaluable we are to the world. And really what you're saying is that you're not really valuable to yourself because you don't think you're much. Now this is not about being pompous and being conceited. This is about this is about feeling like uh, what did Oprah uh, not Oprah Murphy? What did Whoopi Goldberg say in the movie? Uh, you know, you have a voice and you deserve to be heard. You have a voice and you deserve to be heard. Now you can replace voice with anything and heard with any. You have a talent and it deserves to be seen. You have a vision and deserves to be actualized and realized. You have a you have a goal and it deserves to be pursued. Whatever it is, it deserves to be that. Why? Because it is it is it's coming from you. It is coming from the inner wells of your body. It is coming from the inner wells of your mind. It is coming from the inner well inner inner wells of your thought, your creativity, your passion, your drive. It deserves to be seen. It deserves to be heard. It deserves to have a platform. Because guess what? You're not it, it will what you do is not just for you. The things that we do, the things we say, the things we write, the things we create, uh, the organizations we start, the programs we start, it's about connectivity. It's about communication. It's about, relative, it's, it's about relationship. It's about all the things that keep this world going and, 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 and all the things that keep other people inspired. I'm doing this show right now in hopes that somebody else that is in the in the predicament or whatever that they're in, that this will be a timely message for them. Because guess what? There are plenty of times I needed to hear this message and it wasn't necessarily readily available for me. Lord, I needed to hear that message when I was on the side of that road crying, trying to figure out what I was going to do. I needed to hear that message when, you know, uh, I had decided to quit my job and I had just put it, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, when I was in a predicament where, you know, it was either going to be this show, this show that you got offered, or this job. You know, this show and, and you're going to, you know, this is this art world over here that is very unstable. It's very, you know, you really don't know versus the security of your job. 
<laughs> this, this, this money come, this coming every two weeks, and you know it's going to be deposited every two weeks in your account. That security, that stability, you know, I needed that extra push. And thank God, even though I didn't have necessarily a podcast like this at the time to listen to, thank God I had the 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 foresight to know there's something on the other side of this life that I'm living right now. There's something on the other side of these feelings I'm feeling right now because I'm going to this job and I am I'm feeling like I'm just uh, like a hamster on a wheel and it's the same day over and over and over and over again and I just feel like time is going by. My life is going by. Um you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, every time I show up to this job, I'm really helping somebody else's vision come into, come, come into play and not my own. You know what I mean? I just, it came to a point, and I, and I was thankful that I was put in that, in, in, in between a rock and a hard place of having to make a hard decision. It, it truly was either, you know, it, it wasn't like I could do my job, my nine to five, and do the show that, that I was presented with. And that was the kicker. That was the full stop and that full start into my career in the arts. I was forced to make a decision because it could too. For a long time, I was doing both. I was able to do both because you know I was fortunate enough to be a director over a whole division. You know I was a, a director over a division in, in um, this nonprofit, and I had the flexibility of you know my hours. You know I, it was I, I had a lot of flexibility. You know I think I was taking a little liberties, but I. <laughs> A lot of flexibility, you know, and um, I was able to do a couple of shows here, and it didn't really affect, you know, I was able to do rehearsal and it didn't affect, but at some point, um, I was put in a position where, you know, you can't, you know, no, you're not going to be able to take two months off <laughs> and come back and have a job. So I was forced to. You know, and at that point, I was so happy I was forced to because I I needed that kick. I needed to decide that I was going to step out of the box that I had created for myself. I needed to step out of the box that I created for myself. I needed to step out of um, the level of pessimism that I had for my own life. I had to step out. And 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 I was and once I, you know and once I stepped out I was all in it was no going back it was really no going I couldn't go I couldn't go back to that former life because I had I just I made a decision and some of you had to have to make a decision and the decision you have to make is yourself you have to decide to bet on you you have to decide to 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 invest in you you have to decide that your dream is worth it you have to decide that your vision is 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 is, is worth it you have to decide that your your talent is worth it. You have to decide. You have to decide. Make your decision. Make your decision, you know, today. And, and because you really don't want to – I just hate it that I don't, I don't know if any do-gooder has ever um, felt that before. You wake up and you dread the day, and you should never dread the day. Because it's a blessing to be alive, and so to be to be in a predicament, and I'm not going to be serious. To be in a predicament where you are dreading the day. I mean, I remember Sundays, Sunday nights used to be the most depressed time for me, because it was like I knew what was waiting for me Monday morning. I knew was wait. I knew what was waiting for me at my at my old life, my job. And I yeah I call that a job and not even a career because it wasn't really what I wanted to do, and I, I made money and I was successful, but it wasn't it was a job. You know what I mean? What I'm doing now I call a career. You know, but I I remember the feeling when like nine o'clock at night would hit Sunday night I would be so depressed, and I would I would I would I was coming later and later into work. You know the drive. I used to drive down, um, you know, the Jackie Robinson Expressway, and the drive to work would cause me so so much anxiety. It would cause me, and I and when I got to work, I would sit in the parking lot. I, I'm 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 telling you that because this was my life. I would sit in the parking lot, in my car, and just you know maybe about five ten minutes, and I would gear myself up for the day. 
And the best part of my day was walking back out into that parking lot at the end of the day. And the next day it would be the same thing, and the next day and the next day until Friday hit. And I was really living for the weekend. But it wasn't just, it, but it was living for the weekend for my whole life, you know, because really what was I accomplishing on Saturday and Sunday? It wasn't like I was, you know, what, what, what was I doing on Saturday and, <laughs> and Sunday? I got tired of living a Saturday-Sunday life because it really wasn't even living a Sunday life because remember I told you I would get uh, depressed on Sunday night. So really I was just living for Saturday. One day, no, Friday Friday night <laughs> and all of Saturday and half a Sunday. And not even truly that because by the time Sunday would roll around, I would be, oh, you know, like <laughs> I would already be taking deep breaths like, oh, here come Monday. And I just, I wanted to be excited about my life. I wanted to be in a position where I could wake up Monday morning and feel free. <laughs> You know, and listen, I'm not telling anybody to quit their full-time job. All I'm saying is that, you know, refresh and regroup in the areas of your life that require it. And only you know where you need to refresh and regroup. Only you know where there's a what area in your life needs a new fresh coat of paint. Only 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 you know you know, the areas of, of your life that need a remix. Only you know the areas of your life that need, you know, redecoration, that need, you know, some Febreze, that <laughs> that needs, you know, uh, a makeover, you know, a facelift. You know what I'm talking about. Only you know. And in my life at the time, it was my career it was my self-esteem. It was my vision. It was my belief in the possibilities of life. That's what it really was. It was my belief. It was my belief regarding the possibilities of life. And all that area alone in my life needed a boost. It just needed a change. And I was willing. I was determined. I was determined. And I still am to this day. I am determined to pour out my cup. And what I mean by that is I don't want anything that I have in my arsenal, my resources to go to waste. And I'm talking about myself, you know, I knew I could sing. I started there. I realized that I had acting talent. I developed that. I took classes. I did things. I pushed myself. I auditioned for people, and that, and that took off. I realized that, wait a minute, you have a ability to write, and I'm a very good writer. You know, I started out in research and all of that, and I decided to take all those skills and apply it to my artistic life. And then I, so then I, you know, uh, started my career in playwriting, and just with my first play alone that I wrote, when I decided, wait a minute, I can do this. Adiaga, you can do this. You can write. You are creative. You have a voice. You're very, you know, your pen is great. You you know, I really just, I just believed. It's just sometimes you just got to believe. And I know it sounds cliche, but you really do. You have to believe. And I believe that what I wrote, the first piece that I wrote, had an audience. I believe that. I truly, truly believed it. And that one play that I did, the one first play that I wrote, got commissioned out in Baltimore, came back, found out that uh, Manhattan Rep wanted to produce it, and then I got Classical Theater of Harlem selected for its reading. Only, But what if I decided, oh, I'm, I'm an actor, no one's going to really, you know, I'm not, you know, who am I? to start calling myself a playwright. If I had that that thought, if I let those thoughts run rampant, none of those other things would have came into play. Shout out to um uh Dominique Fishback who told me to start writing. She's a wonderful actress, young actress. You've seen her on uh HBO, um Show Me a Hero and you'll see her soon on The Deuce. That's another um, show on HBO. She told me to start writing, and I started writing. 
And for me deciding to put my thoughts pen to paper, all of those beautiful experiences and all the people I've met, all of the other artists that, you know, have, oh, gosh, have been so gracious with their feedback towards my work and their support and, and all of that, none of those things would have happened. I would have met none of those people. I would have possibly, you know, never had any of those experiences had I not decided that I had something to contribute. You have something to contribute. And you know what that is? It's yourself. It is you. And you are more than enough. All right, you had a little setback. All right, this, you know, okay, these people are not on board, whatever. Whatever your situation is, okay, it's okay. You deal with that emotion and get, but guess what? Put your hand, are you going to drive or are you going to sit on the side of the road of your own life? Keep asking yourself that question until you are compelled to action. And I think, you know, the things that do compel us to action, sometimes it can be a podcast such as this. Sometimes it can be, you know, you may be sitting on the sidelines and you see a blessing for somebody, and it's like, wow, it is possible. See, when you do sit on that's another thing. When you do sit on the sidelines and you decide to sit on the sidelines, okay, fine. But guess what? If you're deciding to sit on the sidelines, at least purposefully look out to get the inspiration that you need to decide to get back into the game of your own life. You know, sitting on the sidelines and watching somebody else do it is not an opportunity for you to get saucy about it. It's not an opportunity for you to get jealous about it. It's not an opportunity for you to throw, you know, darts at somebody. It's not an opportunity for you to say, woe is me. It's an oppo- When you sit on the sidelines and when you sit back and you're watching somebody else shine, somebody else glow, somebody else come up, it's, it's really for you. <laughs> you got to, again, it's about looking at things as opportunities. It's the reason why you came across it. It's the reason why it came across your screen. It's a reason. It's an opportunity for you to get inspired. It's an opportunity for you to, to for you to, to for you to be like, well, how can I? You know, that is why I love. I, I I absolutely love watching. And I think I may have said this before. My favorite shows are Being on Centric, um, Oprah's Masterclass. I don't know if she still has that going on, but Oprah's Masterclass. I love watching um, Inside the Actors Studio. And of course, these are artists. You know, I, I love you know watching these things because I love to hear someone else's story about how they, not just about their, you know, um, the things that they've done, it's about what they've come through, how they got there, the challenges they faced, the different pitfalls and things along the way, and how they learn from it, how it impacted them, and how they rose to the occasion. I love it because I'm, because I'm inspired by it, because it challenges me for me to think about how my own life is a master class for somebody else. And one day I will be on one of those shows. <laughs> I would love to do a being. I'm putting out there, eccentric, call me. No, but, but, you know, but I would love to do that because, you know, one day I will tell my full story, you know. I will tell my full story about the chapters, and I have I definitely I have some chapters that, of my life that people would not believe that somebody like me would even have the hope and the optimism. Boy, do I have chapters, and we all have some chapters that we would rather close. But you know what? That the chapter that you want to seal and close up and and white out is really the chapters that got you to the chapter that we see here today. That's not the chapter you want to close. That's the chapter you want to talk about. That chapter right there was the, was the building blocks for the bestseller. That's the chapter that you want to kind of like, oh well, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna, uh, <clears throat> we're gonna, you know, turn that page real quick. No, no, no. That's the chapter. That's the chapter you want to read out loud to say.
say, I, I, this happened to me. I've been there. I've experienced this. This was this 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 should have this really should have you know took me out. <laughs> this is when I should have just get you know threw up my hands and say, oh well, take me now. This is the chapter that it, you know the cars Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. He came crashing. This is the chapter where that where that should have happened, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Why? Because I'm here. I found a way to refresh and regroup. I found a way to invest in my vision. I found a way to put my hand back on the steering wheel. I found a way to get from the sidelines of my own life and keep it moving, keep it moving forward. Some of you got to just get back up one more time. Just get back up one more time. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all the answers. Everything doesn't have to be all together. You know, decide just to take a step. Put yourself out there. Put the vision out there. Do You know, take one step forward. Put your hand on the wheel. Put your hand on the wheel of your own life. Woo! That was amazing. You know, I just, I don't know about y'all, but I blessed myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm just, I, I'm just so excited about where we're going, the steps that we're taking. You know, the good life is going to continue to go forward. We thank you for your listenership. Listen, determined to be a do-gooder. Put that goal in sight. Keep going forward. Keep going forward in your own life. Listen, this is Adiaga, the artist. I love you. Go get it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.